Hello, hello, everyone. My name is Melanie Y. Evans. I am a bilingual pediatric speech language pathologist, and I also go by Praxis Speech Sister on Instagram. Welcome back to the Praxis Speech Sister show, where I help you get the strategies and the confidence you need to get over the hurdle of passing the SLP Praxis exam. Today's episode is about how we can stay grounded during high stress moments. If you are listening to this, you are probably in graduate school or you are an SLPA preparing to take the SLP practice exam. You might be in your clinical fellowship year. And honestly, if you are in the speech language pathology world, you might be thinking high stress moment. How about high stress life? Let's just go down a list of possible stressors. It could be your clinical externships. It could be that one challenging group that you have to do, that one challenging client. It could be figuring out financial aid. I've been there. It could be figuring out how you're going to get from point A to point B on your commute to your externship. It could be things going on in your private life, like relationships possibly falling apart. We have a lot of 20-somethings, right, listening to this and life is always changing. Our internal values are always changing. And let me tell you, you are not alone going through that. It, it can be very hard to even think about a certification exam when there's chaos around you. In my head right now, I have the Mr. Krabs meme. Okay. <laughs> so you can feel very chaotic at this time in your life right now. I want you to know, first of all, let's just take a moment to breathe. And exhale. And vamos descansar. Let's rest, okay? Let's just rest and breathe. And I want us to figure out some ways that we could work together and ground ourselves in times of stress. So there's going to be a few tips and strategies that I have in mind that personally help me and that I like to recommend. If you haven't already, go ahead and download the free guide, 20 Self-Care Strategies for Practice Success. I'm telling you, these are things that I use in my life. These are things that clients have used and have said that they work. And so let's just go ahead and get into the episode, everybody. So the first thing is go ahead and get you some essential oils, okay? Give you a self-care routine. I'm not going to break those specific things down. Really, I, again, recommend getting the free guide for the 20 self-care strategies where I list them all out. But make sure that your environment is conducive to peace. If you have noisy roommates, a noisy family, noisy household, figure out how you can set specific boundaries. Send me a DM, pressure-free, okay, on at Praxis Speech Sister or pediatric speech sister, send me a DM and kind of let me know what's going on and I can give you some pointers for setting boundaries with parents, with roommates, with whoever, right, that you might need to ground yourself in your own living environment. I said essential oils at first because I love essential oils. I'm always stacked with lavender essential oil. Okay, that's just known and proven to help you relax your nervous system. Practice deep breathing exercises like what we did at the beginning of this episode. They have breathing exercises on YouTube. I recommend downloading the Insight Timer app or if you're new to meditation, Calm might be helpful for you and just teaching you how to breathe in those high stress moments. Practice getting in touch with your body and in touch with your nervous system. Okay, there are a lot of different ways to tap into that. 
And since I even mentioned tapping, EFT tapping, but you can go ahead and type in EFT tapping for anxiety or go to the Praxis Speech Sister Instagram where I do some EFT tapping videos myself and you can follow along with me and just incorporate that into your self-care routine. So that's not even the points I was going to mention in the episode, but I just felt led to share that today. So one other way that you can set boundaries with yourself and stay grounded during high stress moments is to set deadlines before the due date, okay? If you are a procrastinator like me, you will wait until the very end. You might be listening to this and be like, honestly, Melanie, I work really well under pressure. I can do things the day of and get it done and it looks great. Awesome. If you like it, I love it. If, if it works for you, it works for me. But not everybody is like that. So if you notice that you procrastinate, maybe because the big task is anxiety provo provoking for you. A lot of us are perfectionists listening to this. So you might have a fear of failure of the assignment. Let's say your assignment is due June 30th. Set that assignment due date to be June 15th, okay? I always like to set it five to 10 days before the actual due date. And so that way when it's done, it's done. And I actually feel really good about it. And it gives you time to look over it, send it to mentors that you might want to look over your work. Work with me to set up a study schedule or if you're doing it independently, again, if you're working backwards and following those guidelines for preparing for the SLP Praxis exam, set them early in advance. So you wanna give yourself that two week window before the actual exam day. So that way you know that you have done your deep work studying on those hard tasks before it's like the day before the exam. Some other ways to set deadline before the due date, I like to use calendars, project management sites like Trello, your phone, an accountability partner. Those are great ways to stay on top of those deadlines. Number two, keep a consistent schedule. So you're gonna want to streamline your life so that way things are going in flow. I don't mean autopilot like a lot of us are on right now. I mean going and flow. So that means you are habit stacking, building those habits. As soon as you wake up, you know to go to the bathroom and brush your teeth, or you know to get up, go outside and walk your dog, get fresh air, whatever that is. You know, as soon as you're done with that, you can go make your coffee, go back to your desk to do some study time, whatever that means for you. Or maybe you decide to study at the end of a work day. You have your work day, you do your commute home, you come home, you feed your animals to say hello to your family and then get to your desk and do your study time. Schedule a routine, set those habits so that way they are consistent with your life. And I promise you that will really change the game and help you stay grounded and on top of things. I think a lot of times when we start feeling chaos, it's because we have no control of our lives. We feel like we have no control of our lives. We wake up late, we go to bed late, our sleep schedule's inconsistent. In our head, we set a goal like, okay, I'm going to start working out this week. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. Mind you, you normally are used to waking up at 1030. All of a sudden, you want to wake up at 5 a.m. to work out. And then now you're upset with yourself because it's been a week and you haven't met that goal. And that also brings me to a just a different point is to set goals that are aligned with you and your current lifestyle when it comes to those big goals, like taking a certification exam for your whole career, set small goals. So maybe that means you're going to wake up at 5 a.m. to study. 
but instead you'll wake up at 6 a.m., right? And then maybe you can work your way up to 5 a.m. I keep saying 5 a.m. because most of us work in the school setting and a lot of us are more alert in the morning. And so 5 a.m. is just realistic. Find out what that means for you. I do recommend the book Atomic Habit or I read the book Power of Habit. I'm a power of habit girly. <laughs> so if that's one that worked for you, I do recommend reading that book just to get you empowered for it. Get it on Audible. I'll put the affiliate link in the show notes. Another one is do something movement related. Do something movement related. This could be decluttering, which I highly recommend Marie Kondo. If you need to go on Netflix, I believe it's called Spark Joy. And that's also a book called Spark Joy. I talk about setting the feng shui for your life and when you're studying to make sure that you are grounded, whatever you need to feel at peace and less chaos. If you are an ADHD or like me, sometimes life can get a little bit crazy. And so I know if I feel overwhelmed, my room reflects that. So a lot of times what's going on internally in our minds starts with the environment. So make sure that your environment is conducive for effective studying and feeling grounded during it. Another way to do something movement related, working out. Okay, working out is your friend. Working out is not evil. Working out is not here to body shame you. Working out is really here just to make you feel healthy and comfortable in your skin. Find a workout routine that really helps you be motivated. Find a workout routine that challenges you. Study shows that if you challenge yourself in your workout routine, you'll feel more empowered to be challenged during other hard tasks like studying anatomy and physiology, just for example. Okay, and the reason why I'm telling you all of these things is because they work. I will say this over and over again, probably in almost every episode. The tips I'm giving you today just for studying for the SLP practice exam will help you throughout your whole speech-language pathology career. So if you are somebody who has big goals for your career, maybe you want to start a private practice. As a private practice owner myself, I'm telling you that is not an easy, breezy thing, okay? That takes grit, just like how it takes grit to study for the SLP practice exam. I am giving you some tools right now that will help you on your journey. And so that way you can already be on defense. You already know what will work for you for getting through those difficult tasks. Okay. Another movement-related activity you can do is yoga. I really like cardio. Anything that releases that anxiety and those negative emotions are good. But if we're talking about something movement-related, you can step outside in nature. Do these during your study breaks, even. Honestly, y'all, if you feel like you have absolutely no time to go to the gym, no time to turn on a YouTube video for a 30-minute workout, that's perfectly fine. Do not hate yourself. Do not hate this current season of your life. First of all, one thing that's coming up for me is always ask your higher self. Always ask your higher self, what will work for me in this season? And I promise you, you will be led to it. I say higher self, but I also mean God. Okay, ask the Heavenly Father, what is one way that I can really incorporate movement into my life that helps me? Number four, make time for hobbies and people that you love. So uh, I think about one specific client and one way that she liked to ground herself and reward herself after her sessions, because we always like to celebrate those small wins, is she would go out and go dancing. We would work through a hard task and I'd be like, so what are you doing for the rest of this weekend? She's like, I think I'm going to go dancing. 
Awesome. I'm like, oh, hey, well, just make sure that you're not drinking too much. She's like, I don't even, I don't even drink to go out. I don't even need to drink. I just like to dance. So whatever that means for you. If that means getting a glass of wine, get you a glass of wine. That's fine. <laughs> but make sure, though, that that's not affecting how you wake up and feel in the morning. That's the boundary I would set with that. The last thing I want to say is to celebrate the small wins, just like what I mentioned. Write down every single success. A good habit to build is at the end of the day, write down five things that you did. Five things that you did or something that you went to express gratitude for. So even if that's, oh, I opened up my advanced review book for the first time and I read a page. Awesome. Honestly, awesome. Congratulate yourself for that. That's something that not everyone else is doing. That's something that is better than what you did yesterday. Do that. Even if it's just submitting an assignment on time or even if that's you figuring out, whoa, I actually met my deadline. Whatever that means for you, celebrate that. You're doing amazing. I hope that today's session helped you all. If you like this episode, please be sure to like, share, subscribe, send to your Praxis Speech Bestie. And until then, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, fam.